Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. I promise I'll be on time next week. Every week you say this. No, I promise. Every week you it, say this. It was out of my hands today. Really? A, a, a bottle of milk exploded in my fridge. Ooh. It had froze and then exploded. How was it frozen in the fridge? It, I, I must have put it in the cold bit of the fridge. The fridge must be too the, As opposed to the warm bit of the fridge. <laughs> Just, right, and it's gone everywhere. I've had to wipe everything down. It took me 35 minutes to clean the fridge. Well... You were wise to immediately deal with the milk spillage because that can be nasty. Thank you. So sorry for being 15 minutes late. It's all right. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas like how do you eat an olive correctly? And, I don't know, William will do a TikTok about it soon, though. And what should you do? Oh, have you? Oh, right, I've not seen that one. <laughs> You're everywhere at the moment. And what should we do if we released a letter we read out might have been about... Oh, and what should we do if we realised a letter we read out might have been about us? What letter's that? Uh, that was uh, Melissa's letter. What was it about? Well, it was about, oh, she's fallen in love, so one person's... In effect, an etiquette coach, one's a rough northerner um, yeah, we... type of thing. Oh. Um, and, and we were like, oh gosh, I wonder if that's about us. And yes, we were being sarcastic, everyone. And what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not usual agony ants, are we, William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert and viral TikToker? Uh, no, we're not, Jordan North, radio presenter. I'm more bo- what <laughs> and television presenter. No, I'm not really. No, that. Not, no, that's why I didn't say it. Um, I'm more Bond Street. You're more bondage. That's I'm, from Beth and Reading. I'm not though. What? I'm not into bondage. Really? No, yes. Dressing really. gown belt. Anyone? No, that was a joke. Okay. Give me a G and D. Right. Could you pour the gin? Um, S- sorry, that sounded rude. It's just stress of milk. Oh, it stinks as well. Milk. Semi. I beg your pardon. Semi skim. Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you and know what it... they say? Mm. There's no point in crying over spilt milk. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a good episode today. Yes. Whatever you do, don't milk what it. Do you mean finally? That's, that's <laughs> right. That's three digs about the last two episodes you got in because I know you got one in last night and it bugged me when I got in bed. Can I just say? And that's being talked about today. That's three digs now. All right. I've not been on good form of late. I'm not a performing monkey. Well, I am, but... You're in the wrong business, darling. <laughs> Lovely. We're going to toast... We'll talk more about this in a minute. We're going to toast Dame Patricia Rowling. Is she a dame? Yes. She's also CBE, but sort of dame now tops that. When you get a CBE and then you become a dame, does it wipe it off? Or? No, I think you still have it. You just don't use it because you've got something higher. Okay. Um, anyway, Dame Patricia Routledge, the actress who played Hyacinth Bouquet, we did have our QE2 viewing party finally last night. We'll talk about it in a minute. What a performance she gives in that episode, mm-hmm. and indeed every episode. Dame Patricia. Oh, I look forward to the day you're given a damehood. Well, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> I've, I've, I'll, I'll be there with you. You can be my plus one to the palace. 
I'll be, I'll be doing it for you. <laughs> the day you're the monarch is it's the day this country has really gone to the dogs. As always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexofmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sexofmyboss or you can write to William Hansen, who in the fullness of time promises a handwritten reply and one of our luxury greeting cards with executive self-seal envelopes. The address for that is on the website sexofmyboss.com. So, before we get on to uh, QE2 viewing party, earlier on in the week, I had a little, uh, it was about 7.30 at night, and my phone lights up, Jordan North video call. I thought, this is obviously a pocket dial. Anyway, it turns out it wasn't. Uh, you had deliberately tried to, to video call me, because you couldn't get it in, and you needed my help. Yes. And you showed me on camera the cling film that you were putting in the Ratmaster, which we previously talked about, is a fantastic invention. So you got me a Ratmaster 18 months ago? Yes, I think... Uh, had you moved, or were you... Yes, yeah. it went into your old flat. It was 18 months ago. Yes, the one that was nice on the inside. So I decided to use it this week. Right. For the first time, because <laughs> I was getting pissed off with my cling film, so I thought, right, I'm going to use this Ratmaster that he's harping on about. Yeah. And you had bought illegal cling film, because you have to buy cling film that fits the Ratmaster. What a con. And yours was too, it was too wide, it was mm. too long. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I had to, basically after sort of, you were getting other bits of the process wrong in terms of filling the uh, Ratmaster, but eventually we realised you had a legal cling film. And so as a host gift for you, when we turned up last night at the time of recording to your QE2 viewing party, I bought you two rolls of Lakeland official Ratmaster cling film. Thank you very much. Pleasure. So, and and fitted it for you. Very good host, Gis. And thanks for the Echo Falls as well, Ben. <laughs> it was not Echo Falls. Much obliged. It was, it was some other red wine. He was looking for Rioja in, uh, in the shop, but they didn't have any. It's all right. I, it's all anyone gives me now, Rioja, so it was nice to have a change. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Um, I've actually thought on a serious note... When I now teach the art of host skills, like normally like the etiquette when you have people over, you give them a drink, <laughs> no, you maybe <laughs> give them a canapé or a crisp. But actually, what you should actually also do <laughs> is get them to hang your laundry up. I just got in and I forgot about it before mm. I left for work. I'd literally got in five minutes before you arrived from work. And I remembered that I had me washing in the washing machine and I needed to get it out before it started going feisty. <laughs> so as I was putting it out, I think I put one shirt on and then William and Ben arrived. And then you wanted a drink, so I said, right, I'll get you a drink. Oh, I knew it'd be our fault. Um, I'll get you a drink. We just we put the rest of my washing out. Also, who's put socks on top of my shirts? Well, that was me. But you... you, you meant to... No, but you ran out of you ran out of hanger space because Jordan will dry his shirt sort of over the area. What I do is I put them on a wooden hanger and sort of then hang them off the side of the area so that leaves a few bars for other things like socks. So where was I meant to put your socks? Only I could have people around and get them to put my laundry out. But yes. Yeah. yeah. There we were, handling your smalls. Um, before... Very small, actually, in some instances. Were they? Yeah. They weren't. I tell you what, you wouldn't have put any boxes because it was a whitewash and I don't have white boxes. Do you not have white boxes? God, no. Do you? Yeah. Do you well, have... I'm as if you wear white trousers. Well, I don't tend to wear white trousers. No. Because I'm not a knob. <laughs> Sorry. That's what happens hard. if you I do have white trousers, actually. You're in the south of France. Yeah, I do have white trousers. Yeah. I mean, what I mean... But I don't have white boxes. I found out. Don't have white boxes. 
White boxers are just I mean, show you, everything. You need to use some strong stuff if you're going to have white boxers. And the, the, after a couple of washes, they always look off colour, off white. You need a Dr. Beckman glow white sachet. I've, I've got, not been paid to say that. I've got, I know I prefer oxyaxin, oxy... Oxy crystals. Yeah, oxy yeah. crystals. But yeah, so you wouldn't have put any boxes out because they were whites. Okay. Yeah. I know, but it was a joke. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, before we go on about last night's QE2 viewing party and coming yeah. out, can I just say thanks to our partners at ACAST who distribute the podcast? Yeah. They, they, they've looked after... ACAST have looked after us since we've pretty much started. Since Series 2. Is it Series 2? Yeah. Yeah, when no one was really listening no so we, we we are grateful to 8cast for like always backing us and stuff and we did a little favor from the other week we did a little talk from the Q&A and they've sent us some food <laughs> right now 8cast have sent us some cheese <laughs> okay and 8cast sent the cheese a week ago and I hate <laughs> wasting food I hate wasting food but it fucking stinks in here <laughs> I'm sorry to swear. It I'm having flashbacks to Jordan's laundry. <laughs> what are you saying? What did you say when you came in? What did I say? Oh, I come in, I went, have you farted? Because <laughs> that, I thought, because we had that curry last night. So, ACAS, <laughs> thank you very much. But where are we with cheese? They, I mean, we really are grateful to them. Um, we are. But it absolutely stinks of cheese in here. Mm. Is it still, because it's in the fridge. I can, because I hate wasting food. Can we still take it home, Ben? Do you want to get some of it out? But are you going straight home? No, I'm going to go to the gym. Yeah, you can't take that to the gym. Why? Because then, then you're presumably going to work. Yeah. So you won't be home for it. Your bag will just stink. Anyway, it, it, smell, it smells like a teenager's bedroom in here. That sounds weird. I don't know what. <laughs> it smells like your bedroom when you were a teenager. Yes, what that's what it smells like. Yes. Can you, Adam, can you get away for that? We need an impression for Adam yet. We do need an impression. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Adam's delighted with that. You poor sod. <laughs> have people come in? Because we know other people use this. Have they come in as well? No one else has come. Oh, right. Oh. No one else come. Christ. But that said, your nostrils must be so susceptible to nice smells because your house, every room there's a candle. Yeah. 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 You, you, it, honestly, we arrived. There were candles everywhere. I yeah. thought, oh, my God, he's trying to seduce us. No, I weren't. Barry Wyon. Yeah. <laughs> Barry Wyon. Yeah. I actually put... <laughs> I, I lit a candle last night and I thought, right, I'll, I'll put the radio on. So mm. I put my um, Bluetooth on it and then talk sports started blurting out, didn't it? Mm. So it wasn't very romantic. No. Anyway, uh, thanks for coming. I hope you both had a, a wonderful evening. Do you want to explain to people what happened last night and why? Because Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so Jordan was bottom and... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dick. Yeah. What was Ben? He just watched just him. Just sat in the corner. He just watched him. Where was I? Yes, yeah, so last night was the long-awaited. Jordan said many weeks, many months ago that he had never seen the greatest comedy episode of all time, but particularly the greatest episode of Keeping Up Appearances, my favourite sitcom, the QE2 1993 Sea Fever Christmas episode. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I said, well, we'll watch it. Anyway, this sort of morphed into a curry night, which was delicious. Ben came along as well because, you know, friends, uh, and it gives them nothing to do. Uh, and we had a great time. 
Mm-hmm. Curry was great. Jordan completely overordered on the curry, but I, better to overcater than undercater. I I oh I always overorder. I, I I have to, but yeah. I can't remember what I had a, a paneer thing that was very nice. I had some of your paneer. Yes. Yeah. Um, we had sog paneer as well. Yes. We've got chicken tikka masala. We've got a black doll. And what did you have? Butter chicken. Butter chicken. Mm. It was nice. Rice, some roti, poppadom. You didn't eat your poppadoms. I've I, got loads, I did. I've got loads of poppadoms at home. Well, oh, there we go. You've got snacks. Yeah. But anyway, so that was nice. We had a good time. Put the world to rights. Oh, did we? Talked about <laughs> a whole host of topics. Your ears are burning. I can, <laughs> I can only... I can, oh, God, yeah, did we? Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, I was slightly um, full of trepidation that we wouldn't actually get round to watching it. I was sort of, I had told myself all day, look, don't get too cross if, you know, if we're just having a good time. But I was very pleased you did, you ushered us through to one of your, one of your reception rooms. <laughs> one and, <laughs> and, uh, and said, let's go and let's watch it. So I put it on, just as I was about to press play, went... Oh, no, I think I've seen this one. <laughs> negated the entirety of the need to actually be there. But actually, it turns out you hadn't seen that one. So it no. was fine. You two laughed from start to finish. We did. Producer Ben found it exceptionally funny as well. Yes. And if you're listening now, definitely go back and watch the QE2 episode. It's on iPlayer. I told my mum to go back and watch it as well. It's great such episode. a funny episode. She is fantastic. A great actress. Your mum? No. Patricia, Patricia Routledge. Dame yeah. Patricia Routledge. She Dame is. Patricia. It was, it was good. It, it was also annoying because it's my life now. Burnley were playing Salford in the League Cup. And I was like, I cannot. Did you win? We did, yeah. Well, at least you won. Yeah. Yeah. So How did, how did the match in Manchester United go, by the way? Finally. We got beat one, though. Oh, no. Yeah. And um, You went to that one as well. You went on that one. Yeah, I went on that one. And fell out with your brother. Oh, which one? Mm, don't matter. I'm not naming names. Are you speaking now? We're, we're speaking, but he just... Why did you fall out? Because he does me head in. He's a gobshite. It's fine. You can say that. He's my brother. Yeah. So, no, I'm not going into it. I'm not. This, but, yeah, I fell out with my brother. Okay. But he's back. We're friends now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my brother's moved to London. He has... Can I just ask you before that? Do you ever fall out with your brothers? Um, well, I've only got one. Um, uh, but yeah, from time... Yeah, but like for half an hour. You're pretty close to your brother, Ben. Do you fall out with your brother? No, it's just... Adam, mm. do you fall out with your siblings? No. No, well, you do. I mean, we'll fall just, out. Just you, really. We'll fall out. And Maybe we'll you're be, the problem. We'll be friends in 48 hours. He'll send me a funny meme, and I'll... How many ones after a funny meme? <laughs> yeah, I know. Mm. Um, no, so we had a lovely time. Uh, and talking of keeping up appearances, obviously, as you know, with your permission, this is an open podcast relationship in that I have this this other podcast with Jonathan, Keeping Up is the luxury podcast. It's very, very funny. Thank it's you. very funny. Perfect for a Sunday, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah, when okay. I'm coming in. I, th- I genuinely think it's really funny. Well, it's really all Jonathan. I just I just sort of hold... I just do this. <laughs> William just said penis! Excuse <laughs> me, I wouldn't say that. No, that's Jonathan. No, but I wouldn't say penis. <laughs> Right. It's very funny. Thank you. It's funnier than that. Um, <laughs> oh, it's so funny. 
Anyway, if you want to want to see what Jonathan actually looks and sounds like, you can come on the 22nd of November. There are just a handful of tickets. Jonathan and I are doing Keeping Up Appearances, the luxury podcast, live in Soho in London. It's a Wednesday night. There you are. I think, are you going to come? I am. It's a live recording. So we're going to talk about the 1994. So the next episode that comes after the QE2 is called Angel Gabriel Blue, and it's all about her getting a new kitchen. Uh, and we're going to talk, it's an hour-long special, so we're going to talk about that uh, in front of a, a select audience of Bucketheads, which is what we call listeners to the... Oh, so you've got Jane Davis and Bucketheads. Yes, indeed. Which do you prefer? I love them both equally. Oh, OK. Correct answer. Yes, exactly. Um, so anyway, we've got that, luxurypodcast.co.uk if you want to get your tickets. Get your tickets, very funny. Thanks again for coming last night, I actually had a ball. I think that... We should do that more often. We should, we probably won't do it for another 18 months, yeah. but yeah. We, we, we should. And there is something about, I want you to come over and I'm going to get you to watch my favourite episode of Phoenix Heights. Absolutely. Or, or Royal Family Queen of Sheba episode. Okay, yeah. Or, I've just re-watched little Gavin Estacey's and- recently. I will absolutely do Phoenix Knights. I will absolutely do Raw Family. I don't need to do Gavin. It's Stacey. so it's 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 up there, Gavin and Stacey. It's so good. It's up somewhere. You know they love the bumpers. No, no, oh, no. Um, I've had a phone call this week from uh, my former luxury flatmate Lucas that you got that wrong. It's no. bumper cars, apparently. You know they love the bumper cars. No, it's bumper. That's well, Lucas thinks says that you're wrong. Oh well, I'll be having words with Lucas. Yes. Yes. Well, I don't know. But I mean, I'm, I don't know. What about this country? Have you seen that? <gasps> so funny. So, have you seen that? Um, the, um, with... Uh, Daisy. I've, yes, yes, I've seen that. That's fun. Yeah. I'm I wouldn't to... say it's hilarious, but it's, oh, it it's a fun one. What else? Oh, 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 I'll tell you what we could do. Yes. We could rewatch Faulty Towers. <gasps> yes. Ben Khan, you'd be offended by it now. <laughs> he probably would. Yeah. Probably There's a trigger would. warning at the start, though, isn't there? Is there? I think... Or, that's, only, that's only Fools and Horses. Oh, I Falls and Offices is my Saturday afternoon. Okay. Oh, I've told you, have I told you this? What? On a Saturday, if I'm not at Burnley or not working, I'll like always put Falls and Horses on the afternoon, have a little nap. Does it send it. you to sleep, does mm. it? I watched one, when was it last week, week before? It was the one with a singer. Kawaii! Kawaii! <laughs> yeah. It's fun, it's a fun show. In other news, so obviously a few weeks ago, it was Mike and my first wedding anniversary. So Mike and I, on both our Instagram channels, post, you know, a photograph, like, mm-hmm. you know, throwback. The day after, do you know what DM Mikey got? He was asked if he wanted to take part in Married at First Sight UK. No. He got a cast. Like, it's like, also, look back, like, do your research. Like, literally the last post is him posting about his one-year wedding anniversary. You'd be brilliant on that. No. <laughs> Can you get divorced just for him to be on that and then no. get married again? No. But he was like, they, I mean, what? what and it started with, yes, Mikey. And then like, a, it was just the, the world's worst message from this casting producer. Just do your research. They're only doing their job. Well, no, they're not. They're not doing their job. Hmm. Imagine, you know, if, if, if you're casting and you're having to cast for, I know, it's a, it's a role of a, let's say it's Devil Wears Prada, it's a uh, bossy, uh, stern female CEO or editor of a magazine, and then they approach a four-year-old boy. It's, it's completely wrong. So no, like marriage, it's a bit like when I, I think I've talked about this years ago. Can you remember when I got asked to do Take Me Out? 
I never knew that. Oh, we are talking like 10 years ago. I thought you got, I know you got asked to do Dancing on Ice. Yeah. No, but I got asked to do, just as a member of the public, take me out. Can you imagine me coming down the love lift to a studio full of women? I got asked to do Celebs Got Dating. Did you? Yeah. Have you been asked to, you must have been asked to do that. Uh, I was going to, they asked me years ago to do like a etiquette lesson. Oh, oh, that would have been good. Yeah. Rob Beckett's brilliant on that. What does he do? He's the um, narrator. Oh, right. I've never seen an episode. One of the shows I was narrating, the feedback I got after the first episode was, yeah, we want you to try and be a bit less like Rob Beckett. I was like, yeah, fair one. Oh, really? Yeah. Because he's very very funny. He's so funny on that. So were you just being funny yourself? No, I just copied Rob Beckett. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't going down well. (laughs) Um, But anyway, uh, yes, Mikey obviously did not reply to that message. Can, just before we move on... Yeah. Um, I can definitely smell cheese right now. Yeah, yeah okay, I, you've I, mentioned. And you can all smell cheese. Right. And they say, you know, if you're having a stroke, you can smell burning toast, mm. is it? Right. For the past, I'd say, 10 days now, mm. and I don't know if it's a medical problem where I need to go to the doctor, but I don't want to go because I've tried Googling it and nothing's come well, up. Well, that, don't do that. Um, I don't want to go to the doctor because I know they're busy at the moment, but... I keep getting wafts of chicken and mushroom pot noodle. <laughs> and I'm not joking. And I first got a waft of... No, don't laugh. <laughs> right, seriously. I first got a waft of it coming back from gym, and I just thought maybe someone was cooking one. Have you got a bit stuck in your, in your beard or something? And maybe that's why you're getting a waft. And then I got one other day, um, walking past the lorry, and then... I got one again coming out of work, and then I woke up the other morning, and all I could smell was chicken and mushroom. Is that like a serious... Um, well, I don't think it's medically... It's definitely chicken and mushroom. I can smell like... You know when you make a chicken and mushroom pot noodle? No. Well, keep an eye on it. Maybe, maybe. I mean, you are right, the NHS is very overstretched at the moment. I don't think what they need is, is some northerner going, oh, I can always smell yeah. a pot noodle. If it gets to the point where I can smell a Bombay bad boy, I'm definitely going... <laughs> Well, I've smelled that's a, the, a that's Bombay a bad boy because you fed me one on our tour. I did. Yes. Yeah. Famously. Yeah. I miss touring. No, I think we peaked then. What? With a Bombay bad boy? Mm. I very much hope that was not the peak. Do you remember when my mum brought Angel Delight and Jelly for us? Oh, my all? God, that was one of our first. Yeah, and some she cooked some smiley faces for us, didn't she? Yes, turkey yeah. dinosaurs, chips and beans. Anyway, before we do William's Etiquette Manager of yes. the Week, shall we just... Talk about the great joke that I sent you this week. So we can have a bit of <laughs> Come on, I think this is... My, <laughs> my brother sent me this, the one who's a gobshite but now I'm friends with. Okay. This is how we met friends, actually. Oh, really? know okay. how to get me. So <laughs> my brother sent me this, no offence. It's the best joke I've been sent but also, in ages. Okay, so this was particularly funny for when Jordan sent it to me because it was the day before our QE2 viewing party, so I was seeing you tomorrow. <laughs> And also, I read it on preview mode on the front of my phone. Just read the text. So the the text read... No, 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 right. Just read it as I sent it to you in WhatsApp, because it'll be funny. Just read it. I have sent this to so many people. It's so funny. So the first message says, Jordan North, do you want to go for a wank by the river tomorrow? (laughs) The second message says, fucking autocorrect. I meant a canal. (laughs) <laughs> but obviously when you when... <laughs> it's 
I sent him a dad as well, which is weird now you've read it out loud. <laughs> but when, of course, that was so good. On preview mode, it, it doesn't show that that's a forwarded message. Obviously, when you open up WhatsApp, you're like, okay, this is obviously a joke, lol. But originally, I opened that and thought, oh, he's... Read it again one more time. Do you want to go for a wank by the river tomorrow? Fucking autocorrect. I meant canal. <laughs> you send it as two... If you're going to do it, Gene Davis, you send it as two separate messages, so you send the one. That's so funny. I'm sorry, but that is the best one. <clears throat> yeah. It was very funny. Um... So anyway, and you you and everything else okay with you? Uh, Ben's back this week. Ben, are you better? Oh yeah, Ben. Hi. You can have his back. microphone up if you like, Adam. It's all right. Hi. It's like David Letterman without mic on there. <laughs> Hi guys. You okay? Yeah, much better. You're feeling thanks. better. Uh, mostly. Is cat better? I was before this morning. Um, cat's all better as well. Okay. Oh, cat. Now, <laughs> soon to be viral TikToker. <laughs> I have started TikTok. Uh, Catherine E. Hughes, if you want to go and follow her. Thanks on. for the follow and the shout out, boys. <laughs> she's very funny. She's hilarious. Yeah, she's she's become a TikTok running girly in her words. There's always a funny one in a relationship. Yes. It's definitely cat. Yeah, definitely. Oh, um, can I also clear something up? Yes. When I say, I've had loads of messages about this. When I say you're out more than cat, I don't mean cat as in... Yeah, you said this last week. Oh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've, I'm going doctors. Did I say this last week? Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm going doctors. <laughs> Something not right with me. I can't remember that. I mean, you've told us you're ready for autumn for three weeks in a row. So I mean, I, <laughs> I was just going to ask on my notes. What? Seriously, no, I am so no. ready for autumn. No, oh, no, oh, no. Oh, wait, wait. Just what, before we move on, um, I cannot. I, this is what I want to tell you, and I am so excited about this. I am going on Friday, no Saturday, to Bista Village. <laughs> And I can't wait. Now, up north, my friends, the equivalent to Bista Village down here Cheshire is Oaks. Cheshire Oaks. Yes, I used Designer to go to Cheshire there. Oaks a lot. Now, I, since I've moved to London, so many people have said, you've got to go to Bista Village, you've got to go to Bista Village, and it's mm. like a, an outlet. And Cheshire Oaks is, some days you'd go and you'd have about 20 bags. Mm. Other days you come back with your key ring. So I'm just hoping I can go and get a new autumn coat. Can I give you some advice? Yep. Go early. Okay, why? Okay, like go for opening. Okay, because it's going to get busy on a weekend. Yeah. So go early. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also car parking fills up. Oh, shit. And look at the, sh- the map of the shops like the night before to sort of vaguely plot a route. Because it's, it's basically it's one very long stretch with shops either side. So you d- you don't re- you can't really go. Oh, I'll go to that shop and then this shop and because th- you're I'm so excited. It's exciting. And also we should just say there's um, a Capri World there as well. Apparently, is there? Mm. Okay. Um, I was meant to be going overseas for work, which has got cancelled. Oh, how have we forgot this as well? So and so, uh, sorry, we're meant to move on. There are some holiday cottages near Bista Village, and Jordan and I are. I mean, I'm arriving the day before, so and you're going the day after. We're now spending time together in separate holiday cottages. Not only are the interiors of our houses pretty much identical, because <laughs> William copies everything to do. Excuse me. All oh, right, we co- I copied. Copied your wallpaper, okay. Uh, your paint. paint. Right, okay. So, and the bed happened to be coincidental. So I'm, not only are we copying each other, I mentioned to William that I was going to this place. The holiday cottages. The holiday cottages that are near Bista Village. And then William texted and then rung and went, darling, 
don't think I'm imposing, but I'm also going that weekend now as well. So great. Well, I booked it and then I suddenly went, oh, shoot. That's the week Jordan's going. Like, you live I with me. you the wrong dates anyway. So. Yeah, that's fine. So there's only one night that we are there together. So at least you get a night without me and I get a night without you. Not only do we do a podcast together, write a book together, record an audio book. Do a QE2 viewing party. Do a QE2 viewing party. We now go on romantic weekends away together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it romantic? Oh. I'll pack the lube. Bring the... <laughs> Okay, shall we go on to William's Etiquetimology of the Week? Yes, after these messages, I'm going to debunk the myth of the origins of posh. The word posh, where do we get the word posh? There's a lot of nonsense going around. I'll give you the real answer after this. Well, she was in Spice Girls. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp. Jordan, I've got a little something for you. Oh, go on. Well, this one is a metaphorical little something. There have been plenty of actual gifts recently, but if I could give you an extra hour in your day, other than scroll mindlessly on social media, what would you do with it? What would I do? I'd I'd read. You'd read? Yeah, I'd spend a good hour reading. Even more reading? Yeah. You love a good book? I do. I'm not reading much at the moment. Are you not? No. How about you? What would you do? I'd do a bit more ironing. Okay, of course. Yes. You know, I love ironing everything. Mm -hmm. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. They provide access to UK mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise, no referral needed. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash sexted. That's betterhelp.com slash sexted. All right, Gene Divas, thanks for sticking with us. It's now time for William's Etiquetimology of the Week, the origins of the word posh. It's William, William, the etiquette geek. His knowledge, knowledge, is quite unique. He'll give you manners, manners, a subtle tweak. It's time for William's Etiquetimology of the Week. Or posh, if you're posh. Well, that, well, no, and also that would have an E on the end. But anyway, posh. Uh, lots of people will say that posh stands for port out starboard home, uh, oh. which is how one used to travel on steamers uh, to India or Hong Kong from the UK. And basically, if you had a posh ticket, you were on the port side of the boat on the way out. That's the left. Oh, what's it called? Port? port out starboard home. That's actually not true, so don't make too much note oh. of this. Um, and so thus they would have posh st- stamped on their tickets. And obviously that came at a premium. And so the posh people were those that could afford uh, 
the port out starboard home cabins and that was so there was less light so obviously the sun didn't uh, burn their skin because back then it was good to have pale skin and not be sort of heavily tanned. There's in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, if you're familiar with that uh, film, there's even a whole song, The Posh Posh Travelling Life, etc. However, there is zero evidence for that. That is not a thing. There is no evidence for that whatsoever. So if you hear people say, oh, poor don't starboard home, rubbish, not true. Posh, however, may derive from posh huri, which is a Romany word, meaning halfpennies, half pennies, uh, which became a slang term for money. Certainly in the late 19th century, posh was used as a slang word for a dandy, so someone that dressed very well, um, and also it was used as a slang for money. However, um, the main argument against posh, deriving from port out starboard home, is that whilst uh, it works on journeys from London to India or Hong Kong, a ticket for the return leg of India to London would be starboard out port home, which means that tickets were, in theory, stamped with soaf, and no one calls anyone posh soaf. So there, we don't really know where the word posh comes from, is basically what I'm trying to tell you, but it is definitely not what Google will tell you port out starboard home. In the old days, was India like Tenerife? Is that where all the rich people went? Well, no, but we had the empire. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, Oh. so oh, thus okay. a lot of trade and people would go to visit family. It obviously relations. comes from that, posh. It comes from... Well, no, because there's no evidence. Yeah, but it, may, it makes... I mean, yes, if you went, oh, that makes sense, and then there was evidence, but there is no evidence. It's like Aussies call us POMs, prisoner of a majesty's service or something, isn't oh, it? Oh, really? Did you not know that? Bloody oh. POMs. Yes. Really? Yeah, Pop. it's... it's it, Shall we do Jordan's etiquette? Yeah. Maybe that's the new feature. Yeah, so POMs uh, is... Because is, oh, obviously we sent everyone over to Australia, and it it's... Um, Oh, apparently he's saying it runs with promigrate. No, it's somewhat a prison. Why don't you research it and do it next no, week for us? I do that, and then there's POMS. It means prisoner on Her Majesty's service, something like that. Well, research it, Jordan. Come and bring, bring the fruits of your research to us next week okay. instead of Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week because I'm slowly trying to murder that. Why? I think you can do better. Hey. I'll take your criticism on board. Okay. I love you. Now, before we do anything else, Jordan, we've got a very special announcement. Mm-hmm. You excited? I am. Now, again, we don't like to mention it. We've got a book coming up. And to celebrate the launch of that, we are going to do a very small luxury book tour around Jordan's holiday to Skegness. So, on Saturday the 25th of November, mm-hmm. we are going to be in Birmingham. Hi. Don't don't make this weird. Okay. So we're gonna be in Birmingham and on Sunday the twenty sixth of November yes. we're gonna be in Manchester. Yeah right. And then later on that day, Sunday the twenty sixth of November, we're gonna be in London. Hello. So tell everyone what a book tour is, what are we doing on it? Well, I have absolutely no idea what we're doing. But I think we'll be doing a little bit of reading, maybe. We'll do questions and answers. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about the process of writing a book. I've got a few things I'm going to get off my chest, a few diary entries I might read out. Oh, okay. Yes, uh, that sort of thing. So if you want to buy a book and a ticket, uh, head to sexedmyboss.com slash book. Uh, and if you miss out, don't fear, there is more excitement to come very soon. This first one is from Anonymous. Hi, William and Jordan. I'm a single parent with a toddler. He's my world. It's been a hard few years. Fantastic, but also quite lonely. At the end of last year, though, I met someone. He was actually my neighbour who had just moved in. We had such a good laugh together and he was great with my little boy. He brought back happiness to my life. We both had feelings for each other, even though we were taking it slow. Slowly. 
Almost a year later, out of the blue, he ended it and said he wanted to be alone. I feel awful and haven't got a clue how to get over someone who lives next door to me. What should I do or what would you do in this situation? I love your podcast. It makes me laugh and really cheers me up when I need it. From Anonymous. Oh, that's awful. That is terrible. That's really bad. Especially when, I, I think it's awful when relation, it's awful when any relationship ends, but more awful in this instance because you don't sort of really understand really understand mm. it. I mean, if you had had an affair, obviously you'd be like, okay, well, I, I can't get it. Or if, you know, you weren't seeing enough of each other. But sort of for, out of the blue, yeah, I, I think that's that's pretty grim. I, I think when you come out of a relationship, when you break up with someone or someone breaks up with you, it's kind of like a form of um, grief. Mm. Like you're grieving. It's really yeah. bad. You've just got to... The best, I mean, I don't, I don't, the best way I'd say is... You've just got to get your support bubble around you, keep going, keep busy, focus mm. on your little and that I know it all sounds really obvious. You know, do things that make you happy, take your mind off it, keep busy. Mm. It's tough, it's shit, but I promise you, mm. in a year from now, six months, maybe even longer if it's if it's a bad one, eighteen months, you will you will be on the better side of it. Yeah, I mean I write about this in, in the book a bit, but I'm fortunate that Mike and I have never had boy a boy neither of us had a boyfriend or a relationship. Um, beforehand and so we I have no life experience with breakups to offer Jordan on the other hand <laughs> it's an entire three chapters of the book that's not true <laughs> it's four no it, it's sad I can't I can't really <laughs> what we all have a past William yes I'm so sorry because I had such a nice time last night and I don't know why I'm being an absolute C-U-N-T to you. Um, yeah, I think Jordan's advice of keeping busy is very sensible. Just do as much as you can. Time is a great healer. Um, I can remember when Christian, my first flatmate, moved out and obviously we weren't in a relationship, but it was the first person that had lived with me and so it's a relationship of sorts. You were in love a bit with Christian. I wasn't in yeah. love with Christian, but I, I actually... It's infatuated. I wasn't infatuated with Christian, but I, I didn't, I genuinely didn't want a housemate really. And then when I sort of thought, okay, maybe I, I should, it would make me, you know, be able to live with somebody and share the same space. And I was very worried about it and actually went brilliantly well. He was incredibly good to live with, as was Lucas, who, who came next. Uh, but Christian was the first. And when Christian, on the day he left, I remember getting back into bed because he left at like 6 a.m. in the morning for some reason. Uh, I watched the very last episode ever of Desperate Housewives, which I loved. Uh, and then just cried. But it was mainly because Desperate Housewives was over, to be honest. But Christian sort of going was was trigger one. I hope that's good advice, Anonymous. But yeah, cry, just support bubble, support bubble. Get your friends and family around you. Tell and keep them, busy. Yeah, keep busy, tell them. And, um, and if he... Uh, yeah. Was I awful to you? I'm so sorry. When? Just, th- just now. No, you were fine. I'm sorry. I've got a thick skin. Yeah. It's all part of the banter. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure you'll, you'll, you give as good as you get. So. Can I just say as well, everyone thinks I'm like a, a bit, I can be a bit cutting with Ben. He gives us just as he got. Last night, he mm-hmm. was getting loads of dig It's mm-hmm. just part of our banter, part of, part of our relationship. Yes, right? exactly. Mm. Uh, this is from Nick. Hi, gentlemen. I recently moved back in with my parents, aged 67 and 69, temporarily while securing my next home. Whilst moving my dad's side table in the living room, I discovered it has a removable top, revealing a secret compartment underneath. Oh. 
To my surprise, I found a packet of Viagra hidden in this compartment, with one tablet used or missing. I quickly returned the table and said nothing to my parents. The dilemma I have, however, is that since I have now been traumatised by this, I think that it is only fair that my sister, who is due to visit this weekend, is also equally traumatised. Am I wrong for telling her to remove the top of the table when my parents aren't around to discover the Viagra in order to share the trauma, or should I protect her innocence and be a good brother? I feel it is my duty as a little brother to drag her down with me. Nick. Nick! Nick! I'm a bit annoyed with Nick. Leave it. Whoa. Don't tell your sister. Like, tell your sister. It's a laugh. It's everything what Dad's done. Yeah, but okay, erectile dysfunction is not funny. No, it's not always erectile dysfunction. Viagra can like make you last longer. It's it's not that. I, you, apparently, you need it as you get a bit older. It's not. Well, yes, sixty-seven and sixty-nine. Yeah, good on them. They're only bloody shagging. Yes, I know. But also, Nick, yeah, your yes, your parents have sex. Okay, full stop. Like, get over it. I know we don't like to think of our parents having sex, but your parents clearly have sex. Mm. And yes, at 69 and 67, it's still happening. So, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't personally. Jordan's saying it's funny, but I would just, like, okay, whatever. Don't be... Um, grow up. Mm. That's what I'd say. Love you, Nick. This is from Anonymous. Hi, William Jordan and EPB. It's my friend's birthday coming up and they all decided to do a karaoke night. I'm pretty much the only one in the group who can't sing at Same. all. I yeah, I was going to say. I never go up on karaoke. Uh, I've been with some of them before and I just know that they'll try and make me sing, which I refuse to. I hate being the centre of attention. Just like you as well. I hate being pressured to do something. I actually do. I would hate you. Anyway. And I hate singing in front of people, especially when everyone else is a music expert and singer. I know that they're my friends and want me to have fun and join in, but I just know they'll keep asking and won't take no for an answer. I don't want to cause a scene, but if they keep asking me to sing, I'll just want to leave. I know this may seem selfish, but I know it's not about me and I want to be there for my friend's birthday. However, I don't feel I should be forced into doing something I'm so uncomfortable with. So my question is, what do you do when your friend's birthday party is your worst nightmare? Thanks in advance. Anonymous. Okay, um, I would say here you need to text the organiser and the birthday person, birthday girl, before you go and just say, can I stress? I really, really don't want to get up. And basically what you've said in that letter, sending a text message to say, like, I really don't want to get up, I'm, I'm worried about it, I'll happily come along, I'll enjoy the party, I'll, I'll have a dance and sing along, but I, I don't want to get up, and that's fine. And don't, pre I, I'm the same, I feel the pressure going, and I, you think it, I... Hate being centre of attention. You know mm. I do. I know you do. At parties and stuff. Why do you think you get so nervous when we're on stage and that? Mm. This I can do fine. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that would be I my advice. Text them <clears throat> before and just say, please don't put me under any pressure. For me, I think there's two options for anonymous. One, don't go to the party. If you are worried about being forced to go, you don't have to go to every party. Mm. You can take your friend out for a nice meal or yeah, something and do your own thing. That would be step one. Step two, and this is, comes from years of experience, and I'm thinking of Benidorm particularly, where we did karaoke, in drag. If you can't beat them, join them. Yeah, but it was only us. Yeah. I wouldn't, I don't think I've done it. Oh yeah, we did do it actually. We've, we've danced we've and sort of sung at the end of our that's shows. That's the first time I've done karaoke, come to think of it, for years. Yeah. It's the same, I want to go to weddings, they always say, I'm not dancing, I'm not dancing. Yeah, I, I sort of move a little bit on the I, side. I'll be but... at the bar, where the dads. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, Anonymous, you do, I know it's your friend's birthday. You can always do something else. But I think it's one of two options for you. But Jordan is offering a third option. 
But I think in, it's all very well, even if your friends go, oh, okay, fine, we won't make you pressure. Once they've had a few drinks, they'll they'll want, if they, you know, they'll pressure you. So I would remove yourself from that situation. I've got to go, that curry's kicking in. Uh, we've got two. This one, next one is from Frederick. Dear William and Jordan, the other day I was at an event eating a delicious caramel chocolate bar. Because it was a rather warm day, the chocolate bar melted a bit and some went onto my hands, leaving me with chocolatey fingers. Whilst I've had these chocolatey fingers, somebody offered me his hand for a handshake. With little time to think, I offered him my fist for a fist bump and said, sorry, chocolatey fingers, to explain why I couldn't shake his hand. Did I do the right thing? And what is the correct way to decline a handshake if you have grubby hands? Thank you very much for taking the time to read this. All the best, Frederick. Frederick, what a great question. No- lovely, lovely question. Yeah. Because we are not a sex podcast. Yes. Oh, is um, that why there's no rude letters there? <laughs> well, I don't know, I've got one more. I got, I got fist bumped on the tube. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were walking funny. <laughs> By Gene Diva. Did you? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. And I went to put my hand out and he fist bumped me. And I was like, oh, he's like, love the podcast. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, it's going back to COVID, really, when we weren't shaking hands for, for hygiene reasons. You give a nonverbal handshake, said like, namaste, a hand on heart. I appreciate if you've got chocolatey fingers. You don't really want to touch your uh, top or put your hands together. A wave is fine. Um, or just, just be honest and just say, oh, uh, chocolatey fingers and show your fingers uh hello i'll shake your hand in a minute let, let me just go and wash my hands just communicate yeah i think you handled it well mine's always when i've just come out of the toilet and i've still got wet hands mm. and someone shakes my hand and i'm like Ugh. <laughs> to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's 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 pretty grim mm. um, i think you handled that well frederick yes but communication i think what you did Shocking. is fine a fist look a fish a fist bump whilst not a fish bump a fish bump yes um, it's got fishy fingers. No, let's not go there. It, a, a fist bump, whilst not overly professional, is fine in the circumstances for what you do. Is a fist bump not professional in the workplace? I don't think so. No? No. Good firm handshake. I think you can judge a lot by a, a handshake, but you can't judge a lot by a fist bump, is what I'd say. This next one is from Abby. Dear William Jordan, EPB, and, of course, Diego. My lovely husband's family has a group chat. I managed to stay out of it for quite a period of time until my sister-in-law mentioned something that they had talked about within the chat and I wasn't aware of the topic. With that, I was added in that the conversation is unrelenting. Every day my WhatsApp dings into oblivion with pictures of nieces and nephews, dinner creations, fish being caught, and all matters of heinously boring chat that I cannot escape. What is the etiquette when it comes to wanting out of this unabating and never-ending chat? If I leave, I'm sure to miss something important, but by staying, I think I will have a notification-induced nervous breakdown. How does one deal with this? If the answer is mediation, I believe I may expire. Kind regards and lots of love. Oh. If the answer is meditation, I believe I may expire. (laughs) Kind regards and lots of love. Abby. Abby, I'm I'm sorry, Abby, but you're stuck with it. You can't leave that group. You mute it. You can mute it and you send the odd reply, a laughing emoji. Or if you're part of the cool kids, a skull emoji. Yeah, dead. Dead. Yeah, I've started doing that. Because I've noticed... Basically, Gen Z. Is it Gen Z? Mm-hmm. Gen, Gen Z. Well, Gen in we're Britain, so Gen Z. Gen Z. Did I say Z? Gen Z. Um, they um, don't use the laughing emoji because their mums and dads do it. They use the skull emoji, which means mm-hmm. dead. It's really funny. So yeah, just do that. Reply with the odd laughing emoji. Never use the thumbs up because that can come across a bit sarky. Very sarky. Mm-hmm. Mm. And just you know, a little lull every now and then. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm in a, a complete north one. It's my entire family. There's over 100 members in it. What? I'm not even joking. 
Get that together, Ben. I know. I might have been exaggerating. I'll tell you how many members it is. Jordan North exaggerate. No. I just... I'll tell you, there's a lot. It's, it's called Jordan's Jungle Chat. It started from when I was in the castle. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, 50 participants. Yeah, but that's still a lot. That's a lot. That is a big group chat. Your mum and Mikey send each other selfies every morning in they their do. WhatsApp group. They do. I mm. sent them a picture of an escalator at Farringdon this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't be bothered to take a they Send each other. Darlings, I'm awake. Brian's downstairs making the cup of tea and champagne. Chase the darlings. Mikey's like, morning. Just don't wait at sight. Do you know how many people still think you're going out, you're married to a bricklayer from... Well, you are married to a bricklayer from work. I'm not. How is he? He's he's gorgeous and good. Oh, he's in a very how good is place. he in himself? Yes, he's fine. Well, you'll see him at the holiday cottages. Yeah. You'll be hanging out. Oh, God. With all your Bista purchases. You know what he's like, though, when he gets going, yeah, it's good, good, good wood, this. They must have made this. Oh, <laughs> not like those Barrett horns, proper. Yeah, they've done this well. Yeah, look at two before up there. like, Mikey, come and have a drink. Oh, yeah. Solid, that. Aye. You know what builders are like. Now, Jordan, I've got something very exciting to tell you about our weekend release. Was that all the letters? Yes. Okay. Coming up on our weekend release, it is the return of William's Diary. <gasps> And you are in it. <sighs> I look forward to that. Good. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for listening today. Remember, you can listen every Tuesday and Friday. Watch us on YouTube on Wednesdays and Fridays. And share us on your socials all week. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextonmyboss.com. Or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram. That's at sextonmyboss. Or you can write to William, who, in the fullness of time, promises a hand with him playing our our one of our luxury green cards with executive Celsius envelopes. The address is on the website, sexandmyboss.com. How are you getting on with your letters at the moment? Yeah, good. I've, I've, although Ben's just told me there are loads now for me to reply to. But I'm st- I, we are still working on about January, February, March. So uh, we're getting there. We'll see you on Friday. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.